3: it's hour two of the G Bag nation 105.3 the fan and we're uh, gonna keep talking football with you as we're joined by odyssey nfl insider brian baldinger host of the odyssey original podcast in the huddle with jason law and carl dukes covering the entire nfl and baldy joins us now here in the G Bag nation good afternoon sir how are you
4: i'm doing great guys good to be with you thank you
3: oh it's always great to have you on um and we love your insights. The Baldies breakdowns on Twitter are just outstanding now. What I want to know from you, uh, 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 Brian, I'd love to know if you're thinking about the Bucks and the Cowboys and, and Dallas's chances of going down there and actually beating Tom Brady for the first time, or, or if Tampa's going to be too much again.
4: Well, I just saw Tampa last weekend uh, take care of business against Carolina. They spotted him 14 points early in the game and he came back and uh, looked pretty good doing it. Uh, Brady was awesome. Uh, they took advantage of some weaknesses at the corner the Carolina position with Mike Evans, and I thought they would, and they did. And that was the difference in the game. Uh, they look like they're getting healthier at the right times. I mean, getting Vita Vea and Akeem Hicks back inside defensively, uh, getting Tristan Worth back at right tackle uh, certainly makes a difference. Uh, he's just uh, a great, great young player. Um, they might get Ryan Jensen back. Uh, I think the Bucks are getting healthy at the right time. I think it's going to be a great matchup if it does in- – Uh, you know, if it does become that four and five matchup, like we kind of expect, uh, I expect a really close game, just the way the last two have been against these two teams.
2: So, Baldy, one of the talking points for us here in Dallas with the Cowboys is the pass rush. You got going a little bit more against Tennessee, but as you do your breakdowns, obviously Mike is a stud, but what have you noticed teams are doing against the Cowboys to maybe mitigate the Cowboys pass rush that was so successful early on in the season?
4: I don't know that they're doing a whole lot to mitigate it, to be honest with you. I mean, you just don't see Dante and Tank and uh, Dorrance. You just don't see those guys showing up like they did at one time uh, earlier in the year, you know, when they were maybe the most dominant pass rush in the league for quite a while. You just don't see it. And uh, Micah can still flash the way he has, the way he does, because of his athletic ability. Um, He doesn't necessarily have to win a one-on-one. I mean, he can come off stunts and, quarterback gets flushed and his, you know, closing speed is second to none in this business. He can affect the quarterback the way he does, but I just don't see guys winning right now. Whether, you know, it was against, uh, you know, certainly uh, it was non-existent against Jacksonville. It wasn't, it showed up better against Tennessee, but I thought it would with a quarterback making his first NFL start in a beleaguered offensive line. I, I thought they would take advantage of it. Uh, but you know, I just remember a soundbite of Tom Brady in that first game against the Cowboys. Um, you know, because Michael was having his way over left tackle, and he just went over and cussed out his entire offense line and said, "You know, keep that Parsons guy off me." And you know, they kind of adjusted some things and chipped him and slid to him and did all the things that you got to do. But that was after Michael got to him. You know, on, on two red zone rushes in a row, you know, forcing field goals instead of touchdowns. So I mean, they're 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 going to be prepared for him for sure.
5: Hey, Baldy, uh, when you when you break down the Cowboys offensive line, are you seeing some difficulties with Martin and Smith with maybe the blocking schemes of the, you know, with the scoops or the reaches or the, you know, the, the securing of the down guys and getting second level? Is this something that's you're seeing in your eyes? And if not, uh, why are they having some problems then running the ball over there then?
4: Uh, I don't really see that, uh, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, Zeke said this maybe a couple of years ago that every run that's a good run for us ends up behind Zach, and that's still pretty much true. I mean, he's just uh, just that good. I mean, Tyron has had to learn how to play on the right side, so, you know, stepping hard to his left on cutoff blocks like you talked about doesn't come natural to him. But, you know, I think the more he plays, the better he's getting. I, I, I think it just, you know, does lend itself to – to let everybody know just how solid Terrence Steele was sure. at right tackle before the injury. And no, you know, nobody was going to say that until he's not there anymore. And now you're, you're asking Tyron to, you know, there's never played on the right side to play the right side. Um, you know, cut off blocks and stepping hard with his left foot crossing over those kind of things a little bit backwards for him, but I haven't noticed any real difficulty with them. I just think they just don't stay with the run as much as they were, you know, when Cooper was there and at certain times when, when Dak came back, uh, they just don't seem to stay with the run as much as they once did uh, earlier in the year.
6: Brian Baldinger with us here in the G Bag Nation. Uh, if if Kellen Moore was your offensive coordinator, would you be fired up, or maybe not so much?
4: Uh, look, I, I think Kellen, you know, get, takes heat when things aren't going great. Um, you know, there's been some interceptions here over the last couple of weeks that I think you know Dak would like to have back. I mean, Kevin Byard's a hell of a player. Um, you know he 'd like to have one of those back for sure uh over the middle, but you can't you can't like take the aggressiveness out of a player though I mean Dak wants to attack he wants to be aggressive, and uh that 's the nature they they get make a lot of plays because of that but uh you know Kellen Moore had a great play against the Eagles on fourth and one, you know' it worked and you know it was a big difference in the game um co- probably copied that play from other people. I see other people copying the play last week. Uh, Green Bay did it last week and got a big first down out of it, biggest play of the run game for them. You know, there's always a little wrinkles that you know that teams have. Can you dial them up at the right time? I just said this from the beginning though. When I saw the Cowboys adjust to what Cooper Rush was and the success he had, I said that's what the Cowboys should do. They should go protection first and run first. And I know people just want to put Dak in that category of this elite player, and at times he is. But I just think that's what's best for the team. Play three tight ends, max protect, run the ball, pound the ball. I think that's still what they're best at. I think sometimes when you spread them out and you're trying to get CD and Gallup and all these guys in these matchups, um, I think that's when they kind of fall into some difficulties. I think they can be a really good, dominant-run football team. And if you want to run speedo routes and two-receiver routes or play action and let Dak, you know, take the shots. Like, take your shots. But to me, I thought that was what the Cowboys could be, could be and could be really good at.
3: Speaking my language here, Brian Baldinger with us on 105.3 The Fan. Should the Eagles be concerned with uh, how they've played the last couple of weeks?
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it started with the Chicago game. I mean, I have no idea why Dick Sirianni uh, in that game would run Jalen Hurts 17 times. Now, not all of them were runs, dialed-up runs. Some of them were scrambles. I get it. But still, you've got a 1,200-yard back in your backfield. It's almost like, why would you not give the ball to Tony Pollard? Why would you not give the ball to Miles Sanders? I mean, these guys are home-run hitters. They've proven it. Like you give them enough carries, and they're going to gain yards. They're going to find holes. And so it started with Chicago. Uh, It it carried on against uh, Dallas. And then last week was just a complete, mind-numbingly – crazy game plan that they had for Garrett uh, for Minshew it just made no sense at all to me and here they are with probably forced to play a quarterback that's not a hundred percent and because they want that number one seed that's important and they know how valuable that number one seed is um, but a lot of this is their own doing right now
6: do you have the Niners as the team to beat in the NFC
4: yeah I do I do even with Brock Purdy I mean he hasn't shown any any flaws where you just think like the shoe is just going to fall and he's just going to go to some, you know, seventh round rookie looking quarterback. I don't see it from him. Um, you know, they got lit up really big last week by Jared Stidham, but that's what Devonte Adams can be he made one circus catch after another. Darren Waller's an elite player. Uh, Josh Jacobs does lead the league in rushing. I mean, they got it handed to him last week and it took, you know, an overtime uh, drive by Brock Purdy to go win the game. So, uh, you know, it was a good wake-up call for them, but I still think they're the team to beat right now.
2: Well, being in in Philly, how I mean, what is the situation with Jalen Hurts? Is he a little bit more hurt than maybe the Eagles are letting on? And Nick Sirianni says that he's crazy. He, he can heal healthy or he can recover faster than anybody else. But what is the status that you're hearing?
4: I don't know. I mean, they're, they look like they got their pom poms out because he's going through a walkthrough. <laughs> you know, yeah. it doesn't sound like they're. You know, and then some of it might be posturing. I don't know what they're going to benefit against a Giants team that probably won't play many players. They don't need to. So I'm not sure, if, you know, if it's posturing or if it's real. Um, I know Jalen's a tough guy and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I know Jalen. But, you know, look, if, you, if you've if you got a partially separated shoulder on your throwing arm, like, can you throw the ball or can't you? I mean, I think he can help protect himself in the run game and taking a hit to a degree. He can't legislate against it all. Uh, but, you know, can you throw the ball and drive the ball the way you have to? Um, I don't care if you're, you know, doing – I don't care what kind of treatment you're doing. If, does it affect the way that you throw the football? And if it does, nobody's going to know how it's going to affect him until he has to throw it. You could go through practice and you could do all sort of things in practice. It's not game day. So I don't know. I don't know how badly he really is hurt. I don't know that Nick knows because I don't think he's just opened it up yet. To say, okay, throw me a you know, throw, throw a twenty-yard dig to AJ Brown right now against Darius Slay, and you know, make sure the throw beats the coverage. I, you know, he, he hadn't had to do that, and until you have to do that, nobody really knows what he's going to be like.
5: Brian, uh, the situation we had in in Cincinnati the other night as a former player. I just wanted to get your thoughts about, uh, you know, I, I don't think and I'm not sure. I'm, I'm hoping I'm not speaking out of turn. If you've ever been in a situation where you've had to deal with players being carted off the field that way it is just your thoughts about overall what what that night and what those players went through as a former player
4: well you know look I've, I've been out there when the carts and the ambulance comes out and the gurneys out and guys are getting strapped and I've been through that and that's scary enough as it is as both a player and as a sideline reporter broadcaster I mean I've seen all of it we've never seen anything like what happened I've never saw a player. You stop breathing on a football field and CPR administered in minutes. It was amazing what the NFL was their protocol and how quickly they responded. But, you know, we saw the emotion on the players immediately. We knew even from the television land that this was a different type of stress that was being, uh, you know, applied to a player. And so um, the emotion that the decision to cancel the game, all that stuff, like they did all the right things, but uh, I just can't even imagine, you know, being Josh Allen down there or Joe Burrow or, you know, any player, you know, and witnessing that, you know, and seeing it firsthand and not knowing, you know, um, that's the worst part was just the uncertainty. Like, I've been down there when a player blacked out, got a concussion, you know, ankles going a different direction than their leg, all that stuff. But at least you know what it is. That was the That was the hard part and still is, the uncertainty of what his future, his health, we understand things are getting better. But um, until you're out of the woods, you're, you're, you're not. And so that, that was the hard part for everybody was just the uncertainty of just what is it, what happened, and is he going to be okay? And nobody could, you know, nobody could answer that question in, in those moments down there in the field
3: yeah terrifying a, a, a very memorable moment throughout the history of sports indeed brian baldinger here with you on 105.3 the fan okay finishing up here on this playoff picture how good do you think the packers have become here late in the season going into january
4: uh you know i saw him two weeks ago against the dolphins uh live and um they, you know they had a great second half we didn't know that Tua was concussed I and mean, he played terrible in the second half but we didn't know um if that contributed to it or not um they played great against Minnesota. They played the best game they played all year. And Jair Alexander said, Give me Justin Jefferson. I'm going to shut him down. And they had a package to shut him down. And they looked like a completely different defensive team. And the MVP of that whole team is Aaron Jones. He's just a great player. And they really fed him. He really played well the other day. And Aaron Rodgers is kind of playing catch up. And he looked good. I think, you know, when you win four in a row and you come off, come out of the crypt as deep as they were in the crypt at four and eight, and you get to eight and eight, and you got you know, you know got the chance now, um, I think they could be a very dangerous team because the talent is there. They just didn't play any of the talent. Uh, and the young receivers, Christian Watson, if he's healthy, that guy is a difference maker for that offense.
2: We were just talking about the Hall of Fame finalists, and obviously we're uh, campaigning for our guys, Darren Woodson, DeMarcus Ware, very happy Chuck Howley was named a senior finalist. But my gosh, what a stacked list it is and just having to pick five was very, very hard. I wonder, you know, as somebody who played, what you think of, of this year's class of finalists and specifically our guys, Woody and Ware.
4: Yeah, well, I mean, look, Darren Woodson was as good a free safety as he was. He played fifteen years, I believe. I mean, he was the standard, you know, for a long time. Him and Brian Dawkins. And if Dawkins is in, I think Woodson should be in. I just think they were very comparable. Uh they were kind of playing at the same time. Um and so and then, you know, look, I, I just, you know, just remember DeMarcus coming into the league and he was just an elite player day one. I mean, he was covering tight ends across the field and down the field and, you know, rushing the quarterback like nobody's business. I mean, he was just day one, he was a difference maker on the field. I mean, there was no transition coming from college. But, you know, Darrell Revis is out there right now and there's a lot of really good players in this uh, class. Um, it's it's going to be a very difficult vote, I believe. I just think that you know when you get a couple of pass rushers in there with DeMarcus, how many can they put more than one in in one year? Sometimes they're a little reticent to do that. I mean, Joe Thomas should walk into into the Hall of Fame as a left tackle, to me. And Darrell Revis should walk in as a first ballot Hall of Famer, dominating the league the way he did, creating Revis Island, all that stuff. Um, Those two guys should walk in. But there's going to be a lot of conversation about a lot of those guys but Woodson and uh, DeMarcus, my golly I mean, they dominated for well over a decade apiece
6: Baldi, I just saw the video you tweeted uh, earlier today of your uh, of that legendary right pinky of yours uh, that is <laughs> yeah. all cockeyed and a little yeah. bit nuts, I'm curious what what is the daily thing that is most inhibited by that by that messed up pinky
4: I have no ability to get change out of my pocket it just falls right through it <laughs> you know, and so it, it's just, it either falls on the ground or stays in the pocket. Huh. So change doesn't do me any good. You give me pennies, they're just going to end up on the ground. They're not, not. not going to end up in the hand.
3: It doesn't stop you from throwing around weight in the gym. In the, uh, no, in the no, GMO. no,
4: no. I'm still able to, you know, still able to take my little baby dumbbells that I have, you know, working, trying to preserve whatever i got left in this world oh, you, i can still do that
3: you're still a beast baldy and, and you're you're pretty sure the giants are going to roll over you know by the second half of the latest or, or are they going to go for it against philly this week
4: i don't know uh I, I they don't like i'm curious like that team has improved a great deal they got a real passing game and it's really come on the last three weeks i'm if i'm brian dable do i risk losing the momentum i have Um, the way my offense is playing by sitting down and not playing for a week. I kind of feel like they need to go out there, although you don't see anything happen to the quarterback, and he runs a lot and he takes a lot of hits. Mm. I kind of feel like at least for a half, the Giants need to go play against the Eagles this week.
3: I hear you. Are we going to see it at the Super Bowl?
4: Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I'll
6: be out there. Right on. We'll I see guess. you soon. I want to see that pinky up close and personal, Baldy. I'm going to make that <laughs> I want to <mind>. shake that <laughs> pinky's <laughs> finger.
4: Let's go grip some hands.
3: Let's go shake some hands. Perfect. Take care, buddy. Enjoy the playoffs. Okay. That was Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Make sure to follow In the Huddle on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, uh, Bag Nation 105.3 The Fan. we got a college
2: football super segment coming up again. We'll check where we're heading. Oh, my gosh. Well, we've got AM and m doing uh, some silly things. That was not in football but that was in basketball and we got to talk about some tampering issues gone wrong that's next on the fan
3: All right, welcome back, nation. Let's do a little college
2: football super segment. A lot of people fired up about college football. Here is your host, Zach Wolchuk. Thank you very much. Let's knock out some basketball real quick. If you missed it, Chris Beard officially fired by the University of Texas. That was uh, weeks in the making, but the Horns making that move official today. So, Chris Beard out with the Longhorns. And then this story that I know uh, you heard it on KMC. If you are it on, leave it on. You've heard this, but... Texas A&M they go to Florida last night and the swamp this is a weird scenario that neither coach had ever experienced or even knew was really a possibility I think before this game started but you had the Aggies who realized that their manager had left their game jerseys at the team hotel so it's unbelievable they did not have really? yeah, the jerseys <laughs> ready for the game. So they double-timed it back to the team hotel. Shirts and skins. They grabbed them, but the officials ended up hitting them with a delay of game penalty uh, right before the tip. And they end up getting a technical foul.
6: Well, they started the game down one zero. Yeah, uh, because of that, which is uh, uh, which outstanding, is amazing. But this is why you need to like you can't just throw anyone into that uh, that role of being no. the uh, whatever the, the, the team manager, manager of no. the like you need you can't you can't have a student do that. No. Well, well, if you do, you need to have somebody like a Jared Sandler who did that at USC. And, and I don't he think did ever had
2: He didn't have a slip up even one time. But this is something where, I mean, we all leave and we do the check, right? You got your phone. You got your keys. You got yeah. your wallet. Whatever other essentials that you need for the day. Maybe it's your pen, you know, that you're using to have. You have your little smoky. Smoke, Not Eric. The he, cigarettes. Eric always is whatever it is. Pre-game but show. Manager, you need to go ahead and make sure you've got the bleeping jerseys. You do. Come on. Well, yeah. I mean, I have a question. Like, he didn't,
5: like, I know equipment folks go over and set the locker room up early. And then when the players come in, everything is already set up. It's a
3: total disaster by the student manager. He might be the worst student manager ever, Brian. Because, no, yeah, I'm not. there should have been multiple times where he was doing a check for everything. And uh, he didn't get it done. Is there
5: is there maybe some like did he go out? I mean Gainesville's a good town to go out in. Probably. And Tom Petty's from Gainesville. He probably went out, got My, liquored up. Did uh, he get all liquored up and, mm-hmm. and, and like hung over, and overslept,
2: Oopsies, forgot the box? Or possible?
5: You, or did you like meet a bunch of gals and just start giving the jerseys out like as a well, See that's like, why like warm up
0: jackets.
5: Have a warm up jacket.
3: Yeah. 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 That's why you can't have a student manager responsible for this kind of thing. Uh, there's tons of things, and at some point you realize I'm an irresponsible person. I couldn't do a job <laughs> like that. It terrifies me. But when you're college aged, <laughs> you're fired. The world is still trying to make you responsible. Right. You know, right. they still have hope that they can turn you into one of these Jared Sandler type of freaks <laughs> when it comes to the responsibility. You calling our guy freak. That's that's like a one in twenty sure, ca- yeah. type of guy. He's gonna come see you about that too. <laughs> hey man, what was
0: that freak thing? What do you think about? I thought that? it was funny. I thought, funny. It, I thought it was, was funny funny? a good <laughs> joke. I liked it. I liked it's it. hilarious. I was it was a knee slapper. I just <laughs> yeah. don't know what it means. You have, it out. Do you have a problem with Freak. Yeah. Describe this to me.
6: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. yeah You're thing. obsessive. He you're
3: probably you're
6: paranoid about your job. <laughs> and he was in Florida. That's what it was. It's a road game in Florida. He probably had himself a night the night before. That's what I think. He's got a little bit haywire.
5: Yeah. The, but Buzz, was it Buzz Williams is their coach, right? Yeah. He took responsibility Good for it? Good old Buzz. It. No, he didn't he take responsibility for it. He covered for him. He this. did did he take responsibility? Williams yeah. said the big reason why was because we forgot the jerseys. That's what I'm saying, though. He's
2: like he took upon himself. I guess you could say that. Yeah, sure. got to fall on the sword. Bottom is line because. is that manager's never me. been heard or seen from again. Really? Yeah. This is just me speculating. Oh, this what is do not you mean? Official. Oh, such oh. me sleep with the fishes. I'm being reckless, abandoned here. I about to. Say, when He's they, been fed to the gator th- nation. You they can't. Th- the swamp. The live gator yes. on campus. You
3: definitely can't graduate in the sports management department. No,
2: they're having to tra- talk about entering the transfer <laughs> yeah. portal. Yeah. That dude's leaving yeah. College Station now. Maybe or waste gal. management or do you something. Get, do you get an oh. F then
5: on your grade for? Yes, do you,
3: you do. Oh. You caused the team to get attacked. You left the jerseys. Like you said, there's like a pregame check two hours before.
5: I'm saying though, why that? Why wasn't the locker room set up before? I've never been in a locker room where the managers were. You know, I'll tell you what, man. I hey, I was. I, I can't say this on air. I can't. No, no you sorry. can. You can. No, no, I can't. You have to. Now. Soy sauce. Soy sauce. Okay. I used, to, I used to help when I was at TCU in operations. I would go like a, a day early and help Matt Lewis, the equipment guy, set up everything. Like I would like. You know, we'd make we pull the bags and all that, and get everything set up. So when the players came in to pra- it was all there. Everything was all set up.
3: Yeah. And but and the was play- this Matt Lewis guy a student?
5: No, no. Yeah. Matt was no. He was a he, he was, was a, a real fully grown, full adult. Grown, he's now the director of football operations for the for TCU. So to
0: TCU takes that freak. job seriously. I, I'll, I'll tell you
5: guys right? a story off air that happened. I can't I can't tell it on air. Right. That happened, but and Don't I'm sorry, folks. I didn't later. mean to bring it up. But anyway. That, that's that's what I'm saying. Every locker room I've ever
2: been in, it was already set up. yeah, well, we yeah. got a text from uh, former Oklahoma state manager eight one seven said any time we went, we'd go over there, we'd set up the locker room with the jerseys early.
5: Yeah, yeah,
2: so we had an issue here, and we're getting a lot of defense. From the truckwork.com text line. Are they with, going after
5: Gavin for you, calling out no, the guy?
2: Probably, you know, just it, th- this, was, this was an issue. It's been made very public. And from this point <laughs> Gavin on, Gavin thinks the dude's horrible. From this point oh, on, oh, yeah, yeah. Going to be the best manager in the country. He's just
3: more right brain type of guy. He needs like an artistic job. Not, he's not a details guy. He's not an organization. He's yeah, the right? ayahuasca Duss, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, he probably we smokes need to too this, much weed. We he needs need some crayons th- and colors, books. That's, that's what I think meat. he needs. I'll tell you what. We need to get this kid,
5: get this kid on. I want to hear Gavin interview this guy. Get him a kids yeah. man. Gavin's yeah. like, do you have a problem in your right brain? In a high chair. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's his
3: left brain that's the problem. <laughs> a
5: bunch of brain. chicken nuggets. Yeah. That's yeah. all it is. What do you mean? Stop being a child. Oh, no.
3: My issue might be with the AD, a bigger issue, or buzz here. Trust me. Trusted a twenty-three-year-old. I I did find the <laughs> quote though. Buzz said, "I forgot the jerseys in my hotel room." Okay, says that's probably the right way to say it because I used to be a manager, yeah. and if that would have happened, my head coach would have stuck up for me. You don't want the jerseys to get wrinkled, so they hang them up in my room, uh-huh. and I just forgot to put them on the bus. Yeah, that's a good. That's Shut good leadership
6: up. right there. It is get good rid leadership. Rid the guy. Which is, I mean, yeah. would you ever trust a guy? Which is not true, but with your team, with your program, your organization, Buzz. and his name's Buzz.
7: Yeah. yeah
5: he's a good buzz touch. Aldrin, the guy that landed on the moon. I think Buzz Buzz Collins, buzz-
0: Yeah, I
6: trust him to go get some beer for us.
7: <laughs> That's what I'm saying,
0: <laughs> yeah. bro. One of those yeah. was a yeah. There
5: was a Buzz that was involved yeah. in walking on the moon, I think. Well, he I, knows
0: I, a good alcohol, I believe
5: lighter? him. Yeah.
0: Probably pretty good inside linebacker.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He <laughs> yeah.
5: seems Maybe like a test pilot.
0: pilot. Yeah. 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 How to get my traps incredible buzz might be able to get me there. I got you,
7: dog. I got you.
2: (laughs) The Rose Bowl took a big L. Uh, What? This is is just foreshadowing for tomorrow, I'm sure. But it was the lowest Rose Bowl TV audience in the history of the game. Yeah, Penn State, that'll do it for you. Not good.
1: He
0: lied!
2: Down 40% from last year's game. Hey. Big, big hit. Wow. Why? For the Rose Bowl. They I, say? Maybe it was because it was on January yeah, 2nd. Yeah, they haven't thought
1: about this? And it's usually on the
2: 1st of January. <laughs> There's so some terrible TV producers
5: there. I'm telling you what, everybody needs to be fired. But well, they've ruined bowl good. season,
3: Brian. <laughs> that's the take. They've ruined that's bowl it. season. Yeah. I was like, why Why would I watch this on the 2nd? I just watched the semifinals for the national championship. Yeah, that's very fair. We're weird. essentially watching a preseason I game. I think
5: that has to do with the Rose Bowl, folk. They're, 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 they're adamant about having that it game is. either on the first or the second. Yeah.
2: That, that's your problem. Well, now they're going to figure it out because uh, they're, they're, in the playoffs. they're in the playoffs. So yeah. guess what? Tell yeah. that to your sponsors. Get ready. <laughs> <laughs> they have taken a poll of which states are going for TCU, which states are going for Georgia. So out of the 50 polled, TCU has the edge, 28-22. to 22. That is right. So the most of the country is Civil going War. for TCU. Both sides. All right, and the West uh, is is really the ones that are pulling for TCU. Most of the East is going for Georgia. So SEC country, despite Brian Broadish's theory here, hmm. is still pulling for the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, everybody in Georgia. And Louisiana, by the did way. You hear what and Dak, did you hear
5: what Dax said about that, though? What did he say? Dax said that? about They asked me. He goes, I'm pulling for TCU. Oh, how damn right. He is. But he's like, going, well, you know, but it's against the SEC. You yeah, know? And he I did mention like, that. He's whatever. like, it's tough
6: to pull against the SEC. Oh, he said that. He huh? did say that. I yeah. guarantee
5: you, he is not pulling for Jordan. Nah, he, he knows
2: he wants the purple. the, he purple frogs. the guy, too. Yeah, he did. <laughs> pegged him hard. Pegged Six him long. eight two.
3: have you ever thought that the school did something to make the trainer mad and he just got even that way? That's possible. Yeah. Ooh. And if that's the case, that's another downside of having a 20-year-old responsible for the jerseys. Very we'll true. Yeah, action. but if you
5: make it mad, wouldn't you just, I mean, you wouldn't do it on a road game, would you? I mean, because you're going to get stuck. They're going to leave you behind. I mean, why would well, you? Well, you can't
3: do it at a home game because the jerseys are right across the hall.
5: But no, I'm just saying, though, wouldn't you think of something else other than doing the jerseys? I'm just I'm just saying, Why oh, would you? Yeah. why would you do it while you're on the road? And they're like, listen, you're not on the plane coming
6: home. Well, maybe you want to be left in Florida. You think it's so? a good place? To be let's, left. Go the the tra- let's go in the
5: trainer. Let's go the equipment <laughs> man transfer portal. Somebody's going to take this guy
2: a <laughs> transfer portal. It's okay, well, a tra- Glad you bring <laughs> up the portal because this is something else that's going to wind good you segue, up. Good segue, Zach. All right, we're, we got rampant. Don't tampering give him any credit. That's Damn, going bro. on here. Lots of tampering issues, Brian. And I know this really upsets you. It Ooh, does. I hate tampering. Jeff Trailer off. was the first one. The uh, UTSA head he, coach. He's, he, yeah, he's got a good team down there, but. Jeff Trailer went out there and said that we've got an issue with this silent teams coming after all of our players that are not in the portal. Yeah. So you've got teams that are now trying to poach players yeah. that are currently on rosters yeah. to try and sway them away that are saying, hey... I'm not entering the portal now. Mm-hmm. Like the Drake May situation, we talked about yeah. North Carolina. Yeah. Drake May was offered a $5 billion NIL Played deal. against his dad in North Carolina. To leave UNC. Yeah. One did not enter the portal, said, nope, I'm going to stay here with the Tar Heels. But trailer said, quote, You know what the narrative is going to be? The coaches are going to leave. Why can't the players leave? That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you shouldn't be messing with someone's kids, not in the portal. So what the coaches are looking for now is they have a fear of what's to come, and they're looking for more legislative here and more guidelines from the NCAA, and there's got to be some kind of repercussions from teams that get caught tampering and trying to stop this. Because this is where we got to draw the line here. I'm okay with the portal. I think this is totally fine. Because they're right. Coaches are going to leave for the money. Why can't the players leave for the money? But if a player is not necessarily entering the portal, LSU shouldn't be able to go to a player on Texas's roster and try and lure them away by dangling a carrot in front Why'd of them. Why'd you use my school? Just because I'm looking at you. Okay. I'm with you. but I mean, uh, hey, if you're recruiting
5: kids, like what, what teams were doing to Mississippi State after Mike Leach passed away, like they're going after those kids. They're trying to get those kids after they had uh, their coach pass away.
2: Yeah. It's dirty, hey, that's man. Who, that's, hey,
5: football. Yeah. Trust me. Used to be some honor. No more honor.
3: You used to be honor <laughs> stealing from those kids. <laughs> no,
5: when was the honor?
0: Honor amongst Street thieves. Oh, honor. The honor,
5: the honor of NCAA paying the kids. Was Robin Hood no, when no you need the them. honor of paying the kids. As I'm looking for my little thieves. jobs. No, there was honor. There was honor. There was paying honor paying
0: the kids. kids. I like it. Yeah, there okay. was honor paying the kids. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, know, the, you looked him in the eye when you gave him that ten thousand dollars. Yes, yeah, it's
3: for you, man. But
0: you knew the kid was going to stay because he learned, wanted more.
3: <laughs> well, he couldn't leave. Um. <laughs> You know, I, I guess the thing is, is this is the downside of not having an official employment agreement. If you would have that, like you got the NIL, which is a workaround to paying them. If you want to have the kids be like under contract, sign them to a real contract and compensate them for the value they're giving the university. Maybe right? that's the answer. You're yeah, right. I think and, so. And
2: maybe that's the direction we're going to, because the NIL yeah. money is starting to get crazy. I mean, yeah. it's millions of dollars.
3: I think you just got to put it more on the books and have it be the university paying the kids instead of this fancy workaround. And now we have a contract. And, and I can also... decide if I want to do two years or four years or five years or whatever when I show up. Maybe yeah. I want to go year to year. And that way everybody knows. And then we can't have legit tampering rules. You can't talk to these kids or your ass is dunsky. Until the, you know, contract year is over. Yeah, I don't think that stops them.
5: I don't think that stops them.
3: You think we're just bleeped? No, we
5: still have it. We got guys under contract to talk all the time to people about jobs and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, no, there's no honor. It'll slow it down a little bit, maybe, but you're- oh, Well, you're there's no right. honor anymore. No. Used to be the good old- place. Oh, no, hey, I'm still on a contract, but don't talk to me. about You got something open over there? What do you got going, you know?
2: Ooh, let me just sneak this in real quick. UNT News, because I'm a North Texas main green, so is Eric. Yes, but we're looking for a new naming rights sponsor for the stadium. Apogee, Apogee bailed? Well, what Apogee, happened to Apogee? Kicking Apogee out of here. Apogee's oh, no. uh, reneging on the, or, or whatever, reneging. Ouch. Reneging, reneging on the 20-year on the <laughs> naming rights agreement that they oh, had, righty, so buddy. we've got- Got a new naming rights partner. For, What's that uh, crypto company? I think they're looking for a spot. <laughs> I don't know, but I know Ryan's <laughs> what, big on it. What's our crypto company that was
5: at the Miami Arena? FTX. Yeah, they're looking for oh, yeah. Is that the one yeah, that yeah, uh, lost
2: could, all the guy that got fired that you were yeah, telling yeah, us about. Sam lost some cashola. Maybe yeah. Tom Brady could get in on that. I don't know. Yeah. I
3: think he was. I think you lost big money on it, too. Well, I the don't things know. that I'm made go you. I th- under this. Uh, what's desk this over we here? got, Chia? Follow the things that made you think people were rich when you were a kid? Yes. Okay. <laughs> what are those?
6: <laughs> Text them in 877 881 1053. It's going to be a blast right here on the fan.
3: Thank you very much, Lucius. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 1053. The fan coming up at 4 o'clock. Shireen Williams is going to join you, talk Hall of Fame and Cowboys' chances of uh, adding to it. It's uh, coming up at 4 o'clock with Shereen. Here is uh, Eric Chiafalo with
6: some uh, some content. Here he is, Chief. Yes, sir. I do want to acknowledge just uh, this, this studio. There's a lot going on in the studio right now. I mean, between Tons. between Broadus telling contraband stories, we had Dawson doing some level of half-assed air squats. I don't know if you guys caught that a few I moments did. ago. That was pretty special. <laughs> and then uh, at one point during the break, Walchuk huh. ex- ex- exclaimed, holy bleep, I didn't realize my fly's been down all shit. <laughs> so show. That was an action-packed uh, <laughs> break. <laughs> it was action-packed, bro. Didn't want to let those beef curtain fall out of his Whoa, pants, hey, bro. Yo. Uh, so the things that uh, the things <laughs> oh, no. that you saw <laughs> so embarrassed. as a kid that you thought you know that you that made you think that people were rich. What what are these things? Because this went viral on TikTok, and the response has been pretty great, and the fan text has already lit up in a nice way <laughs> as well. Uh, the things that you would see and be like, okay, this like that person has to be. They they probably got some bag, you know, like oh they got a pool in their backyard.
3: Yes, my my buddy Jack Grigsby, who uh, later moved to Silicon Valley with his rich dad hmm. uh, in the eighties. <laughs> they were already rich. Well, uh, yeah, I think they became rich. Okay, but at the time when in the eighties when I lived next to him, he was they were just slightly more well off. Um, and he had all of the Transformers. He had this playroom upstairs. He had all of the Transformers, all of the GI Joes, Ewok Village. I mean, like all the vehicles and everything. Jeez. And then all the Star Wars characters, and a pool in the backyard. By the way, it was yeah. above ground. Uh, so he was—they weren't that rich, but you know, they were—they were probably he, old. Jack's dad was probably making a couple hundred grand in like 1987.
2: You know, so they had it going oh, on. Yeah. Oh, that's big okay. time. Yeah. yeah.
6: Yeah, Jack and the Grigsby's were doing it
2: big. Jack and the Grigsby's. (laughs) For me, it was always the two-story house. I always thought, like, okay, you're probably pretty wealthy. Mm -hmm. And then the cars. Like, if you were getting dropped off in a fancy car, I just assumed, okay, mom and dad are doing pretty well. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Like a Pontiac Fiero. Toyota MR2, you <laughs> know something like that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, no. So that, that, that's what it was like for us, though. Or, I mean, you you pull BMW. up in something that resembles a sports car. Yeah. Oh yeah, something yeah, sports yeah. car, hundred yeah. percent, absolutely. But now, it, I mean, a lot of yeah. these regular cars look pretty sweet these mm-hmm. days, but back then it was pretty rare. I went to,
5: I went to a house one time and for a dinner, and it, like they served shrimp cocktail, and they were already peeled. So you didn't have to peel any of the, the shrimp at oh, all. Oh, pre-peeled shrimp. They were shrimps. already all... This is like in the hmm. in the 80s. And I'm thinking, wow. I'm like, I don't have to peel these things? You just like dip them in the sauce?
6: Party <laughs> rock, them? baby. Yeah,
5: and I think... Dip like, and eat, dip and eat. I'm thinking like... These people are pretty pretty well off. If the, if you're eating shrimp that are already completely peeled,
3: your family was the rich family, though, right? They we were coming were. to your house and be like, "Wow, we bro, it, you're rich." Mm-hmm. We were
5: upper middle class. I'm not going to lie about that.
3: Yeah, you were like the Grigsby's. Yeah,
6: I, I will say there's nothing. There's yeah. nothing I, I more say disappointing this. than being at a restaurant yeah. and you get like some level of shrimp fettuccine or whatever, yeah. and the, and the tails, the tails are on still that? on there. Yeah. I, never I don't understand that. it. I don't, I don't, I don't get that.
5: Yeah, we. Uh, I don't, Gavin. I mean, like I say, we're upper middle class. We played water volleyball at the pool. Dad put in floodlights so we could play at night. See, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. We're
3: Dad's doing. opening up a thousand dollar budget to help you see better at night. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we yeah. had the, we had the keg,
5: we had the keg, and the the the, the dad the barbecue chicken. At on what the, age? Fifteen, sixteen. <laughs>
6: You were kegging it? Oh, kegging yeah. it at 15. Wow, yeah. dude. Yeah. Hey, Dad, can you get another keg for us? We did.
5: Like, but that's part what? Of being, that's part of being in the restaurant business. What? Okay. You're able to get beer. You know, you could get, like, food, like, half chickens, crab. My dad, we used to give very crab legs for, uh, like, parting gifts. Like, you come to the house, yeah. here were a couple pounds of crab legs for you to yeah, take. Yeah, they were
6: in. rich AF. AF. Geofollow, yeah nice. you know, my gosh dude the broadest's was the place to be
2: we're giving away crab legs is just housewarming gifts oh thank you for spending the night johnny here's some <laughs> crab legs. oh no
5: everybody appreciated walking out with a couple pounds of crab legs oh,
2: Hell dang yeah. right, bro.
3: absolutely
6: and peeled shrimp made an impression upon you
3: it
5: did in the 80s mm. it sure did yeah. what
6: about the uh the ice dispenser on the on the fridge Oh yeah. You could get water. Or the water yeah, dispenser yeah. as well. That's yeah. been texted in quite a bit. I don't know, Lucius, do you have any that come to mind for yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. I wrote down some during the break. Uh
0: name brand foods in your crib. You <laughs> oh, had like yeah. real
6: life Oreos.
0: <laughs> oh, you okay. did not have the upper,
2: like the cereals. Yeah, yeah the like the cereals. You did, yeah, you didn't have
0: ca- King Vitamin. Yep. You had Captain Crunch. King vitamins still good. Uh, I feel you. Uh the island in the kitchen. If you had an island yes, in your kitchen, yeah. I don't care how big your house yeah. was. I'm like, you could spend some money in this joint. Uh the double doors on your refrigerator. All yeah. the double, yep, 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 double yep, doors. Yep.
6: What about uh, the fridge in the garage? Yo, yeah, oh, the extra fridge. Yeah, the if you fridge. had an extra fridge, yeah. you was definitely getting it. You didn't have fiberglass
0: uh, on the basketball golf, you had fiberglass. Oh, oh, yeah, oh. Yeah, yeah. Y'all yeah, was man. blown out of control. Oh. And the concrete slab that you can play in front of, too, yeah, you was running yeah, yeah, out control, yeah, yeah. Bro. You have it marked off, actually, yeah. too. We yeah. have Absolutely. it marked That's off. That's next excellent yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you got snack lunch at lunch in high school instead of, like, the hot lunch. Snack lunch. You get the Taco Bell and the Pizza Hut stuff. Mm-hmm. Y'all blown out of control, bro.
6: Wow, dude. Okay, those are all really, really good. I hadn't considered the fiberglass on the back. That's pretty, yeah. As opposed to just the random plastic stuff that wasn't the wood, even plywood. The wood, was, yeah, yeah. Dude, my
3: dad cut out our basketball backboard. You know? uh, oh, did, really? He got a he sheet of it.
6: plywood
3: and like, yeah, just sketched it out and then, yeah, mounted it on our garage. That's, that's
6: what my dad did with the paddle that he spanked us with. <laughs> it was a, it was a homemade one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah,
0: he called my, my dad had one. Called it the board of education. <laughs> board of education.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. All right, eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three and automatic garage door opener on the visor of the car yeah that's a that's a pretty special one car phone uh what about just a or the car phone uh i'm sure that was a a big one
2: yeah the well if you had a cell phone for the longest time growing up for us if you if you had a cell phone you had to be doing well
0: i was always i I had a prime code phone that's that's how old school i was with cell phones I don't know nothing about that. What Everybody stop. Yeah. Like what's that? Yeah. No, no. Know. I I, it's a time call. it Lucius, I I'm calling. I'm raising my
5: hand. What is She's that? Speaking Lucius? of Bonix again? <laughs> yeah, I, what is that? What are we at? The, is
0: that joc- the, That's the are real joc- big one, right? Right now. The block? The block cell phone? Yeah, it was is
6: that big. That was? Is that what that was?
0: No, the, well, they're kind of like uh, the hand size. They were hand oh, size. Okay. Yeah, yeah,
6: yeah.
5: Okay. I think it was like the brick with the antenna, Just old school as hell. Okay. All
6: right. Yeah, I was thinking like the like a flat screen TV if you didn't have the back you know the butt on oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. He, had like, oh, three, wow. he had more three he had more three channels too was yeah, another, than when those first came
3: out it was like 32 inch 720p led 2500 i mean they were Crazy. they were sticking you up in 2001 for a flat screen
6: uh you have central central air conditioning mm. if you didn't have the like the window units all over oh, the crib yeah. it was like okay People are are getting mm. it done right now.
0: We had kids in our school. The parents would take them out of school for the new Jordans release, and they would come wow. back to school with the new Jays on. Yep. Oh. Damn, that's
6: even even your buddy that had like new basketball shoes or new cleats every year. Oh yes, yeah. Wasn't yeah. never reusing those. It was like okay, that's that's strong. Or if they
2: had the new console, like the new PlayStation Two or the new Xbox. Mm. I had
3: to mow lawns to get my consoles. No joke. Four six nine, the old school. Uh, large ass satellite dishes in the backyard oh yes <laughs> yes yeah eight six oh my favorite's the sub zero refrigerators that match the panels of your cabinet so it's built in that's pretty
6: sick whoa yeah
3: you get like the floor to ceiling like all the cabinetry and the shelves and one of them's the fridge that yeah. does look awesome like
6: it kind of hides it, yeah. you don't even know exactly where the, it's like a secret door and it's like oh my gosh this is where your fridge is that's pretty incredible and I always thought, honestly, like, one of the ones that came to my mind was just, like, if if your buddy had a hot mom, like, they were probably rich. <laughs> when, I, when I go through it in mine, I'm like, yeah. Anybody of mine that had Any a hot mom. Any particular
5: anything about the hot mom that kind of made you think that?
6: No, it was just, just, just generally speaking, hot mom, rich family. Like, dad's bringing home some bacon here. That was just the case for me. So if saying, you guys uh, can it, defy that, if you guys have somebody that you could say the outlier, hot mom, but not really bringing it home from a bacon standpoint. Then so be it. But from my experience, if my buddy's mom was hot, they had they had paper. Straight up, I'm, I'm racking yeah. my
3: memory and I, I can't think yeah. of any of them. How right? about? Any of them that weren't rich? I, mean, I got Thank one. You.
2: They were middle class. Real middle kidding. class,
6: but still doing decent.
2: Yeah.
0: You pocket watching? Look at you over there, Zach. Yeah, they were middle
6: class. Like they, were, they weren't too hot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How about kids that got their car like as soon as they got their license? It happened at the same time, Whoa, damn. New car. Yeah, yeah. yeah, new car, new oh, license, new one,
2: life. Ticked me off. Oh, go bleep yourself, Brian. Yeah, that's you brought us. I I, I, I waited
3: mean. a year and then my brother gave me his Dodson five ten station wagon before he left for yeah. college. Yeah. This is worth about four hundred dollars? Hey, my, my pops had a whole lot of money when we were coming up. <laughs> we didn't have a whole lot of money.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we were coming it's up. Like uh, and pops had it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or
6: what? Or the? Uh, I like this. The the. The families who did vacations but needed an airplane to get to their destination wasn't, like, just packing oh, up the van and going somewhere. We're, yeah. Yeah. Wow. we're not road trip, and we're getting really? in the airplane for this bad boy. <laughs> <It's really cool. laughs> Thank you, Eric. Yes, sir. <laughs>
3: there it is, the things that made you think people were rich when we were little. Okay, Shireen Williams is a Hall of Fame expert, and she champions the cause for Cowboys, and she'll tell us uh, about our three finalists and their odds of getting it done, what needs to
1: happen. That's coming up next year. It's the G-Bag Nation of the fans.
7: So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.
6: Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.